Welcome to the Sklo Library Podcast. I'm David Pensick, Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. We're located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And we're getting into the uh, full swing of fall here at the library. If you've been to the library, which I'm guessing most of you have, besides the books and great children's department and all the activities here, you've probably noticed we have a pretty great gallery space. It's the Betsy Rogers Allen Gallery. It's named for the former director. Uh, Each month we have a a new artist featured. It's become home to the Central Pennsylvania Festival of the Arts juried exhibition, Images, so each July that's featured. In September, if you've been to the library uh, in September, or hopefully you'll get here this month, we're featuring Jennifer Shuey, who is actually the Director of Development for the Central Pennsylvania Festival of the Arts. And Jennifer is pretty well known in the community. She's pretty active. She used to be the Executive Director of Clearwater Conservancy. And like I said, now she's with the Arts Festival. And she's become just a great artist in her own right. She works in pastels. And she it combines her great love. She has a love of art and a love of nature, and all her pieces are feature landscapes and nature scenes that you, that are here in, in central Pennsylvania. And she's the exhibition here in September is themed "Trees and Me." As she says, as you'll find out why uh, in this uh, conversation I have had with her. Um, like I said, she's just become an outstanding artist in her own right. And I took some time to talk with her over at her office, at the Arts Festival office. So I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jennifer. And and if you haven't been to the uh, library this month in September to see her work, I definitely encourage you to do that. So here's my conversation with Jennifer Shuey. So Jennifer, the first thing I guess I want to talk about is maybe your your love of nature. I mean, obviously, you're you're former director of Clearwater Conservancy, and your artwork obviously deals a lot with nature. Mm -hmm. Have the outdoors, nature, have you always had a love of that growing up, or where did that come from? Okay, well, I grew up here in Center County, a little Mm -hmm. little town called Hooblersburg. (laughs) So yeah, growing up, we were always outside doing (laughs) something. there are farms nearby and a little creek, so yeah, yeah. my brother and and I and our, our groups of friends we would we would be out tromping around uh, <laughs> as much as we could. Yeah. I was just telling my nieces the other day, you know, you'd go barefoot pretty much all summer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, I just I, I grew up in this mm-hmm. in this area, mm-hmm. and um, I, I just. I really sense the beauty in the landscape of this place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I was uh, going to college and trying to figure out what I, what I wanted to study, um, was exploring around. I didn't, didn't know exactly when I, when I first started school, but um, I found my way to landscape architecture, oh. which I thought was, uh, was really kind of uh, interesting. What, uh, what drew me to it was you know, the landscape and, um, you know, how it could be scientific and creative. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like something where, you know, you could always be doing something different. Mm -hmm. And, 
I guess that's true because I kind of took a non-traditional path <laughs> in, in landscape architecture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, basically they taught us, you know, how to think, how to design. And, you know, those principles are, are so transferable to lots of things. Right. And, uh, you know, I found my way to Clearwater Conservancy and that really, um, you know, solidified my my love of this place and, um, you know, wanting to help protect it and conserve it. And I always saw my role, um, you know, I, I was never the one out in nature as much as, you know, the other staff and volunteers, but I really saw my role as helping to facilitate, you know, others being able to, to go out and, and have these experiences and having you know, the best of the best uh, protected forever around here. Right. Do you feel now as, a, with, as an artist uh, doing some of these scenes, you feel you're, you're sort of doing that as well to allow other people to appreciate, I guess, the, the outdoors and what we have here? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so when I was at Clearwater mm-hmm. Conservancy, you know, there were obviously a lot of scientists mm-hmm. and, uh, you know... I, I'm a generalist, um, and, I, and I think scientists are, are, are generally specialists. Mm-hmm. So, um, so really, kind of helping um, others that didn't have the same kind of love because of their specialized knowledge, but just had more of this visceral reaction to the landscape. You know, reaching through people through the aesthetic beauty of a place. Uh, can be just as powerful, actually even more powerful, because, you know, it's coming from a heart space. And, um, yeah, so so one of the ways that, um, you know, that I looked to connect people was just, you know, bringing a, a wide spectrum of, of people, you know, people that were, you know, specialized in, in very discreet things to, you know, to people that you know, didn't even know why they were uh, drawn to a place, but just, you know, knew that they were, or connecting them back to their own childhood memories, or, you know, art's very powerful in that way. Um, it can evoke things in people that, um, you know, they may not even realize at the time, but uh, but can be a powerful connector. Yeah. How did, you, I guess, how did you get started uh, as an artist? How, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... Now, growing up, yeah. I, I did art randomly, right. not, you know, uh, in high school, I did more of the music mm-hmm. uh, types of things, but um, landscape architecture, obviously, mm-hmm. um, I got a very good grounding in, in uh, graphics and design principles and art classes, mm-hmm. and uh, but then I didn't really take a traditional kind of design route out of college, I went into community scale planning. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I like to kind of look back on that and and feel that I got a very good grounding in in a lot of the you know the the artistic principles that just kind of laid latent for for a while. So um, so I took art up as a hobby uh, maybe a couple of years into my time at Clearwater Conservancy, uh, 
one of Clearwater's big fundraisers was called For the Love of Art and Chocolate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so, so we knew that, you know, there's just an amazingly talented local arts community here. And, you know, so many artists draw their inspiration themselves from, from nature. So, you know, it was a big silent auction of, of um, art that was, was created, inspired by nature, and, you know, created to celebrate this place. So, yeah, I got to thinking, you yeah. know, it's still early enough, yeah. and I was like, oh, I need a hobby. <laughs> so, it wasn't going to be chocolate. No, 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 So art was yeah, where, yeah. where I went. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so my first art class at the Art Alliance of Central Pennsylvania was uh, an oil painting class with Jennifer Kane. And uh, that got me kind of back in the swing of things. And uh, But, you know, not too far into my my art journey, um, I went to an artist retreat at Hamo Farm over by Belleville uh, that Susan Nicholas Gephardt taught. Um, she does oils, but she also does pastels, and I had never never used them before. She encouraged me one day to you know just borrow her stuff and 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 check it out, and man, it just it just clicked with me. So um, I immediately knew that. This was going to be my medium of choice. <laughs> so it's, it's very immediate and uh, very kind of spontaneous without a lot of prep time on the front and cleanup time <laughs> on the back. So it kind of fits my my opportunities for painting. So <laughs> kind of get in, get out quick and, uh, and work in, in little spurts. But, uh, but yeah, it was definitely, uh, that was, that was a game changer. So, you know, I immediately kind of just focused on, on working in pastels and, and learning that media. Now, um, how do you decide where you want to go to, to cause you go on location then to, to do your things or uh, to do, to do your pastel mm-hmm. work? Um, like, is it just, oh, I want to check out this place or how do you decide where do you want to? Yeah, create some art. Yeah, good question. Um, Yeah, so I do probably um, half of my work in plein air, which Mm -hmm. means out on location, Mm -hmm. doing it from real life. Uh, But, you know, I always have my phone with me, so uh, which means I always have a camera with me. So I'm always, uh, you know, taking shots of, of places that are that are beautiful mm. uh, to serve as inspiration for, for later. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's really just, you know, places that I, that I find beautiful, yeah. um, you know, that I will paint. Um, yeah, I, I do like to uh, work with a lot of local groups, you know, like Trout Unlimited. Um, I have a little fan club at <laughs> Trout Unlimited because I've been donating uh, pieces yeah. to, to them. For, for their silent auction fundraisers mm. and yeah so sometimes there's something you know kind of particular in mind mm. um, you know I'm working on a project or with the farmland trust mm-hmm. you know taking you know trying to document some of their farms mm. um, for different purposes but um, but yeah it just all kind of uh, you know connects to you know the work that I'm doing or the volunteer work that I'm doing and and what moves me mm. as a person. Yeah. What have your, I mean, I don't know if you get, there, what have been your favorite spots? Are there, are there some that are, uh, just stand out to you more than others? Yeah, well, Millbrook Marsh yeah, always, yeah. you know, shows up pretty prominently in my, <laughs> in my body of work. Yeah. Um, you know, it was one of my, my favorite uh, 
places, uh, place protected by Clearwater Conservancy. I served on the Millbrook Marsh Nature Center Advisory mm-hmm. Committee for, gosh, almost two decades now. <laughs> um, you know, so it's just, it's, it's really special to me. And, you know, it's, it's such a local gem, and it serves such a ecological function in this community. You know, with especially with all of the rains that we've we've had in a summer like this, uh, which are unfortunately going to become a little more frequent. You know, it's it's a sponge. It's you know, it helps to uh, ameliorate stormwater impacts downstream. So, you know, having wetlands and those types of places that can that can help um, you know manage. Uh, copious amounts of rain <laughs> and uh you know help things downstream is is really important um with your exhibition coming up at the library mm-hmm. uh, i think you said it's called trees in me is that correct yes. is that or is that the working title yes the working title yeah. trees in me and what uh what uh what will those pieces involve or what, yeah. what's, what's inspiring that theme well uh trees <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i yeah. noticed that uh, <laughs> I absolutely noticed that um, trees figure very prominently in mm-hmm. in my work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trees or water or vistas and clouds. But um, but I but I was kind of looking at everything that I had available at home, and you know, really saw trees in in several different kinds of context. You know, so. Uh, you know, one or two, a little more at the macro scale, you know, more close up, and of course, vistas, and, or, you know, just kind of a portrait of a tree, uh, so, so I thought that would be a, a nice thematic angle to explore. How, I guess, because uh, you've done other exhibitions elsewhere, is it just, you look at your work, okay, what can I put together, and then you come up with a theme, or is there some, does the theme come first, and then you see if you have the pieces? Or? Um, I think I've, I think this is the first time I've really chosen a theme yeah, okay. other than just work that I Here's have available. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I guess that means that I'm building up yes. a bigger body there of work, uh, <laughs> which means I have pieces available if you like oh, them. Go, take them off of my hands. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just just taking a look at what I had this time around, you know, I, I, I really had enough to, to pull together just, you know, kind mm-hmm. of in this thematic subject matter. So, mm-hmm. um, so I hope it works out. Yeah. I guess that brings, when you're, when you're displaying your work, what's that like for an artist in your, you know, you put all your heart and soul into this piece and then you're hanging it mm-hmm. for others to either like or not like, I mean, what's <laughs> that like for an artist to, to go through that process? I guess. Uh. <laughs> For for me, it's 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 not too bad. Yeah, I, I yeah. notice, you know, some people do have um, a harder time with that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I've I've created it not just for myself, but mm-hmm. like I said, with always with an eye of, you know, encouraging other people to maybe see see a place that they see every day mm-hmm. in a different light, and always with the the idea of of trying to you know, encourage them to help steward the natural resources. So, you know, in, in the back of my mind, it's always been about, you know, how to attract others to, to conservation and a love of the land. So 
Um, so I'm okay with kind of putting things out there yeah. and, and, uh, and, and seeing how they move people. Yeah. Do you feel you've been here at uh, the uh, Central Pennsylvania Festival of the Arts for uh, how many years? Yeah. Uh, this was my fourth festival, festival. but okay. just a little over yeah. three years at this point. I mean, you're, do you feel like you're combining all your loves? You have, you're with the Arts Festival, yeah, and so you have art, but then you're able to do your art with nature i mean do you feel yeah, it's the best of both worlds for you right now or, yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm enjoying the work that i'm doing yeah. um you know getting taking a deeper dive into the local arts community mm-hmm. and um you know seeing it from different angles um you know, over the years in nonprofit work, mm-hmm. you you learn to fundraise <laughs> and, and you understand just how critical it is to the successful functioning of any nonprofit. So, um, you know, so to be able to use some skills that I've cultivated over the years to, you know, to help the arts festival thrive, you know, but then still have more bandwidth left for, uh, for, for doing my own art and for volunteering for you know some of the other causes that I that I still love is is yeah it's a pretty good mix right now. <laughs> That's great. Um, finally, a question I've been asking uh, our guests: uh, a book, you know, obviously with a library. Has mm-hmm. there is there a book or books that have made an impact on your life or that influenced you growing up? Or <laughs> well, I I, I do uh, specifically remember the first. Um, uh, James Mishner book mm. that I read was Chesapeake mm. and um, you know I think what he does through his writing and storytelling is is you know I think I've, I kind of took that as, as a challenge over time to try to do that same kind of thing mm. with my art and, and that's to, to kind of create uh create a sense of place for people and uh, you know so the way he was able to um, you know create a, a, a strong emotional connection to a place you know obviously I live in a small part of you know the Chesapeake Bay watershed um, you know but to you know to kind of lay out um, you know the historical, context and the stories of of people and places and animals and um you know I really it it moved me and it inspired me for the future too that's great yeah well thank you Jennifer for joining us and we're looking forward to your exhibition at SCLO Trees and Me. <laughs> See all welcome. the trees. And uh, we'll, we'll be getting ready for first night soon enough. So. Yes we will. <laughs> thank you again. Thanks David. So next time you're at the library this month, September, uh, check out the gallery. Check out Jennifer Shuey's exhibition, Trees in Me. And while you're there, if you have children or grandchildren or know a young person who might like a book about reptiles, I have a book recommendation. This is from Elaine Bailey in our children's department. Uh, She recommends a juvenile nonfiction book, Joan Proctor, Dragon Doctor, The Woman Who Loved Reptiles. It's uh, by Patricia Valdez, and it's a children's book about Joan Proctor, who created the reptile house at the London Zoo. So, and she had she loved reptiles, I guess, even as a kid. And some interesting stories about her youth, about how she, she probably I think brought a crocodile to school one day. So, uh, you can check that out. That's in our new juvenile nonfiction uh, the, uh, shelf 
in our children's department. That book came out earlier this year. But to take it out of the library, you need a library card. And this is National Library Card Sign-Up Month. If you don't have a card or if you know someone who doesn't have a card, great month to get one. Uh, Besides being able to take out books and games and toys and DVDs from the library, you have access then to our the e-books, the audio books on Overdrive. You have access to Canopy, our free video streaming service. And the card can be used throughout Center County at Center County's public libraries in Belfont, Phillipsburg, Center Hall. It can be used at the Penn State University libraries. So there's no reason not to get one. It's free. It gives you access to all this stuff. So, so sign up for a card. This is a great month to do it. It's National Library card sign up month and some events happening at the library well this event actually isn't happening at the library but SCLO is participating it's the celebrate constitution day event it's september 16th from 1 to 6 p.m at the center hall grange SCLO is going to represent the first amendment clause the freedom to peace peacefully assemble uh, there's going to be about 30 local organizations uh, they're going to talk about the constitutional amendments the articles uh, there's going to be music, food, food trucks. So it's a great day. Uh, celebrate the Constitution. Visit the SCLO uh, booth. And uh, it's, it's from 1 to 6 p.m. on September 16th at the Center Hall Grange. So it's not at the library, just to make that clear. But some events hap- that are happening at the library uh, on Saturday, September 15th, Saturday Stories Alive is at 11 a.m., Also on Sunday, September 16th, from 2 to 4 p.m., there's a back-to-school celebration in our children's department. And you can start the school year with activities from favorite books like Pete the Cat, Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, and If You Take a Mouse to School. So that's another event that's happening in our children's department on Sunday. And you can find out all this information on the website, schoollibrary.org, our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, the newsletter, and again, the podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying these, and until next time, we hope to see you at Slow Library. Slow Library.